0: Welcome to Overdrive, a program that dabbles in the mystical world of cars and transport. I'm David Brown, and in this program we look at new stories, including a call to help develop appropriate laws for Australia's automated vehicles. We have just had a wonderful Bathurst 12-hour race, which includes some very exotic cars. We talked to Mercedes about their SLS AMG entry, And we road test the sporty version of the last of the Australian-built Camrys. And in our panel discussion with Brian Smith and Errol Smith, we take a light-hearted look at the 2016 Super Bowl car ads. Have a question or a comment, send it to overdrive at drivenmedia.com.au. Now, to start the program, let's have the news.
1: it appears as though building major infrastructure projects is getting even more expensive. A report prepared on behalf of the Likehart Council in Sydney has estimated the cost of the 33km Connects Road project is about $510 million for every kilometre. The channel, under the English Channel, cost $426 million a kilometre and Sydney's Eastern Distributor Motorway cost $223 million a kilometre in $2015. Sydney Motorway Corporation, which is building the West Connect, said it was too simplistic and one-dimensional to compare its complex roadway project to a single track rail tunnel under the English Channel. In contrast it says West Connects comprise a three-lane tunnel and multiple connection points to the surface roadway network. Transport policy makers, technology experts, vehicle developers and the general Australian community have been called upon to shape more appropriate laws to maximize the benefits of automated vehicles. The National Transport Commission has called for submissions from the public on how to develop the best laws and regulations for this emerging road and rail technology. Many road safety laws assume that there will always be a human driver, so how will automated vehicles comply with a legal requirement to hold a driver's license or comply with authorized officers or to give assistance if a person is injured? The NTC wants to look at fundamental concepts including defining the driver, what is meant by control of the vehicle, and to consider how automated vehicles should interact with other road users. Predictions about President Obama's last budget before leaving office have focused on major transport initiatives. President Obama is calling for lawmakers to spend $4 billion on the development of self-driving cars. The money for automated vehicles in Obama's proposed budget for the 2017 fiscal year would be distributed by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration for pilot programs that are being used to test the viability of self-driving cars. A National Highway spokesman said the administration is fully on board with testing the potential of automated vehicles. President Obama also wants oil companies to pay $10 for every barrel of oil to help fund investments in clean transportation that fight climate change. However, it's hard to see how either proposal will get through a Republican-controlled Congress which opposes new taxes and Obama's energy policies. An MIT spin-off company which has developed more than a dozen autonomous vehicle prototypes that have been tested in the United States, Singapore and Europe has secured investment that will allow it to further develop its human-like, self-driving technologies. Newtonomy is pioneering a new technique for decision-making based on methods that have been used in the development of spacecraft, aeroplanes and other complex automated vehicles. Other more conventional approaches to automated driving, which rely on cumbersome, rigid, decision-making logic, often result in vehicles that frequently drive in an overcautious, jerky and uncertain manner. Boris Johnson, London's soon-to-be former mayor, wants to build two massive road tunnels under the city to connect the trunk roads that tail off in the city's outskirts. The Northern Cross City Corridor would link the A40 in the west to the A12 in the east. A second tunnel could link the A4 to the A13. All of this is part of a package of measures outlined in a report published by the Mayor's Office and Transport for London. Boris Johnson leaves office in three months' time. Even in the most optimistic assessments, none of these projects could possibly be ready for 20 years. Thought to be the first of their kind in the UK, Plymouth's City Council's dementia-friendly parking spaces have recently been introduced in two car parks across the city. The spaces are on entry level and are close to the ticket machines and CCTV coverage in case of any problems. Parking staff have also received special training to help understand the parking frustrations faced by carers. Plymouth has already been recognised by the Alzheimer's Society for its work to become a dementia-friendly city. And that has been the news.
0: We have just seen the running of the Bathurst 12 hour car race. It is for GT and production cars. The great thing is that there are a lot of different makes and models in the field. This year the top 10 places were filled by 8 different makes including McLaren, Bentley, Audi, Nissan and Ferrari. One of those makes was Mercedes with their SLS AMG. What does it mean to a luxury car company to have their vehicles in such an event? David McCarthy, senior manager, public relations, product and corporate communications, who is well known to this program, joins us on the line to talk about the event. David, a great showcase for your vehicles. It is, David. Um,
2: we uh, we look at the twelve hour. It's it's a great event. It's an international event and. For us, it's a customer event. We had uh, well over a hundred customers there over the weekend, and they had a they had a, a ripper time. Uh, we had the drivers over from the teams uh, and a number of other people that we spoke to as well. As a brand, um, it, it's it's a great way to display the brand because it's in the invite you know customer sports for AMG basically AMG build the cars and customers buy them for this series it's it's the same around the world they buy the car as a package it comes with technical support and parts et cetera. so um it's it's a it's a turnkey race car basically hmm. you see and you
0: provide a great package i can buy that package get into it turn the
2: key and go exactly so you know, as an as, as an event, it's, it is a really really good event. Bathurst, of course, is an iconic track, Mount Panorama. The only thing is, you sort of you watch the race and you watch it for a few hours and then you think, oh, gee, it's got ten hours to go. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> go back and have a champagne or something. Exactly,
2: yeah. have a little sit down, a bex, and a good lie down. But the race itself is more than 2,000 kilometres it ends up at, so it's actually twice the length of the Bathurst 1000.
0: Incredible test for the cars, isn't it? It is.
2: The fact is, you know, we're there against competing against other brands, Ferrari, Audi, you know, you're competing against all those brands, Lamborghini, Mm. Bentley... And look, it's a a really good event, so we'll be there next year as well.
0: You sort of uh, help uh, market it, and the brotherhood, almost fraternity, of getting together some of the people that are very keen on your product. I said brotherhood, should I also say sorority, is there ladies are likely...
2: Absolutely, equal number of men and women. It's a very uh, diverse group. One thing they have in common is they're all passionate about AMG, so... We don't have to convince them of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess you don't sell cars from it.
2: Not directly. Look, a number of sales probably flow from it. But in this market, it is, isn't just about the product. It is about relationships. This is an opportunity for people to enjoy the race, you know, in a really pleasant environment, you know, with people of a similar mind.
0: Your customers and that, they pay their own way, but they get, they the, chan- do. They get the chance to, as you say, mix it with elements of the brand, which includes racing.
2: Exactly. Uh, It's a very positive experience. It's a great opportunity for the brand, but customers do a lot of networking. There's probably a lot of business done there. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's about motorsport and uh, this series, this, this GT series is very, very popular, and it's only going to become more popular.
0: Some saw this race in opposition to the V8 supercars. In fact, last year, the supercar management effectively blocked a lot of V8 supercar drivers from competing in the event. But now V8 supercar is actually managing that their organisation is managing this 12-hour event, if I may be biblical, on the same day Herod and Pilate became friends. uh...
2: (laughs) I'm not going to argue with you there. Is is it working? It is. Look, uh, last year, for a whole range of reasons, was unfortunate. Now V8 supercars have a financial interest in the event, and, you know, so it's their event. You're very happy to say the logistics... Their relationship, their engagement was first rate. All credit to them. They understand the value of the event. It's complementary to what they're doing. It's a different crowd in a lot of ways, but they were an absolute pleasure to work with. Now, I know sometimes in Yes Minister, that's not always a compliment to say mm, it was a pleasure to work with, but they were a pleasure to work with, and uh, we look forward to working with them on this event again next year.
0: The only thing is that sometimes race cars get damaged. I saw the Bentley with a pranged front mudguard. It looked like the Mona Lisa with a big scratch down it. It, 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 it did, not it? It should not be in the gallery. It should be a garage sale. Is that the one problem? I mean, the V8s and that, it's a little bit sort of uh, blokey, rough and, and tumble and patch it up and get it going. The exotic ones, does that worry you?
2: Well, no, and uh, I wouldn't mind being the supplier of gaffer tape to Bentley. <laughs> uh, look, at the end of the day... You want to stay in the race. Yes. So at one point, yes, that guard was completely off. The car continued to race. Yeah, I think they tried putting another guard on, but you've got to keep racing.
0: David, always good to talk to you. I appreciate your time. Thank you very
2: much. A pleasure. Thanks very much.
0: David McCarthy, Senior Manager, Public Relations, Product and Corporate Communications for Mercedes. We were talking about the Bathurst 12-hour car race and Motor World, a festival that will be coming to Sydney. And while we had David on the line, we also asked him about the Motor World Festival that will be held later this year in Sydney. It's not just displaying cars. It's a whole range of activities that will suit the perfectionist, the one who wishes to be educated, and the family as well. David's reflection on what it might cost for a car company to attend and whether they will or will not do so is an interesting tale. You can hear that interview... From our website at drivenmedia.com.au or podcast on iTunes or any of your podcast providers.
3: Overdrive. For more information and past programs go to drivenmedia.com.au.
0: Last year, when Toyota announced that they were ceasing production of cars in Australia, manufacturing here, they also announced that they would, however, still launch a new version of the Camry before they ceased production, so that they were, in fact, building a new car that would probably only be on the market for 18 months to two years. I asked the Executive Director of Sales and Marketing, one of the highest positions in Toyota Motor Company Australia, Tony Cram, about this, and he gave a, a wonderful, off-the-cuff, uh, good uh, product answer of saying that we are supporting the market and will still do the right things, and we really wanted to show that we were still very serious about the Australian market. Well, again, New Camry has been out for a little while, and among other things, they've put... T- together a sport model it has a number of different features and Errol Smith and I have been driving it and now let's reflect on whether it's going out with a bang or a whimper or something in between Errol how would you describe the looks of this
3: new Camry sport version uh, it's a little underwhelming david it's it's um it's it's more interesting than the regular Camry uh, I think the uh, the gloss black alloy wheels on it look a little bit outdated, 18-inch, and don't quite suit it. It's sort of, you know, gloss bl- gloss black wheels is a bit, you know, last decade. Okay. Um, but um, I think my initial comment when, when I saw it was it looks like a teenager got mum's car and put some cheap alloys on it. But I kind of see what they're getting at.
0: Mm. <laughs> I-, I had a number of people looked at it and said, oh, gee, that's not bad. Uh, maybe as you say, it is much better looking than perhaps a normal Camry. Uh, whether that's a, a huge compliment, and Camry's got a lot better, I think. But yeah. it's still it's still a medium size, you know, almost comfortable shoe type of car. It's 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 one that it really serves a nice purpose. It, it's comfortable. It's good, and many people buy it. You know, a lot of fleets buy it as a a reliable good performer with good safety and so on what else does this uh, sports model have
3: well compared to the the regular camry you've got 18 inch alloy wheels with 220 225 45 tires it's got sports suspension a rear spoiler leather accented sports seats and sports pedals you love Um, the rear spoilers don't you I do especially on front wheel drive cars, David, because <laughs> they make so much difference <laughs> um, of course, what you what is missing from that list is any increase in engine performance or better brakes or any of that kind of stuff. I mean, you, it, might, it might handle a little bit better because of the uh, you know better tyres and suspension, but um, it's going to be just pretty much as, just as quick in a straight line as the regular one.
0: 2.5 litre, four-cylinder, 135 kilowatts, 235 newton-metres of uh, torque, six-speed automatic uh, with, of course, a manual mode, no manual option to do with it.
3: What's it worth? Are looking about 32k plus, you know, on roads and things? So the one we the one we drove is, you know, maybe about around the 37 mark drive away, depending what state you're in. We had the red paint on it called Wildfire. Mmm. That's a few extra dollars. Yeah, 500 extra 500 more for the the premium paint. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the red paint makes it go quicker. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> it feels quicker. Right? You know, I've, I've got to say that. If I was going to have a Camry, you
0: know, that might appeal to me. Though, of course, you said it had 45-profile tyres. That means that uh, the actual height of the tyre to its width is uh, perhaps more to the more racing line, not pure racing by any means, but it means that bumps you can feel a little better and so on.
3: Yeah, certainly the suspension on this was firmer than the than the regular Camry, and I guess that's what they're aiming for, give you that sporty feel, get you you know, more of a feel of the road.
0: Errol, lovely to talk to you. I appreciate your thoughts and time. No worries, David. That's Errol Smith, and we were talking about the Toyota Camry Atara SX. We had one in wildfire red with its black alloy wheels and rear spoiler and sports pedals. Among other things, it made it to be a good-looking Camry, which says something... And a longer version of our interview with Errol about the Camry can be had on our website at drivenmedia.com.au or podcast through your favourite system.
1: Overdrive, answering your questions across Australia.
0: We've just had the American Super Bowl, which is apparently a game of something between two teams. But, of course, the real issue was the ads they played during the game, most specifically the car ads. For the 2016 Super Bowl, American broadcaster CBS set the rate at 30 second for for us 30-second advertisement at $5 million. Hyundai spent the most... Two 30-second in-game ads, one 60-second pre-kickoff ad, and one 60-second pre-game ad. I don't know what the difference is between pre-kickoff and pre-game, but there you go. I'm not uh, into this sort of sport. I reckon that's a grand total for Hyundai, a loan of $30 million. And, of course, they had to pay to produce the ads. And this year, they had four different ads. Now, they scored these ads according to the USA Today's influential Super Bowl ad meter. This was also the 50th anniversary of the Super Bowl. So to help me critique these advertisements for content, originality, creativity, and, if you like, overall impact, I'm joined by Brian Smith and Errol Smith team. How are
3: we? G'day, David. Good. E- excellent, David. Thank you.
0: Now, let's start with the ad that got the highest score in the ad meter, and that means, I guess, the most popular, and that was the uh, the first, the big uh, Hyundai ad, which uh, it features a comedian whose daughter goes out with the young guy. Uh, the comedian, as the father, gives the young guy, the car, to take his new car. But the reason is, of course, he can track where it's at. And so for the rest of the date, we see in the background the father sticking his head up and catching the attention of the young lad, uh, making sure he does uh, not misbehave. An exciting ad. It's certainly a gentleman slapstick, really, rather than necessarily
3: mystical significance. Yes, it's it's clearly aimed at stalker parents,
4: David. (laughs) David, the theme of these Super Bowl ads, uh, they become a force greater than the game itself and there's so much focus on the ads. So they really end up almost parodying themselves. They, uh, they, the idea is to make very quirky, funny ads or with incredible production values. So I think the, the whole point is not so much to sell the car, but to sell the idea that Hyundai is cool enough to have an ad during the Super Bowl.
0: And cool I, I, enough to be creative in putting it together rather than just mm. saying, get down to your local dealer and here's the drive away price.
3: And it's mm. not just one ad either. So there's, uh, mm. there's uh, four different ads. And uh, I think the most interesting thing about Hyundai in the US is that it's not Hyundai. It's pronounced no. Hyundai. Hyundai. That's, that the Y is silent, essentially. <laughs> They say, they say Hyundai. Hyundai is basically what they say. Hyundai. They say
0: Nissan and what have you. When we get to one of their other ads, there's a nice line from Jeremy Clarkson. I'll talk about that. I think this ad is more allegorical. You know, you're talking about the uh, helicopter parents that's uh, you know, stalking and so on. It's symbolic of big data in the sense that, you know, we will have this data that we'll be able to plot wherever you're going. The other thing, I think it's a sort of a hidden spiritual meaning that uh, tr- uh, transcends the literal sense. It's the fact of God is always watching you. I think it's an ad for the Republican Party.
4: <laughs> it's funny, who's the who is the ad aimed at? I mean, is the young man likely to now consider buying A and I, uh, because he... You know, it, it was able to track him. Oh, it's it's. Or is it for parents?
3: It's well, it's, uh... it seems like it's something the the young man would not want. It seems it might, It mm. seems that it's aimed at parents as something to buy for their children, so that oh, they yes. can keep an eye on them. It seems to be yeah. the the general the general gist of it. But what wow. what, the, what they've seem to have done with with these ads is they focused on a single feature for each ad. So yes. the, uh, so the, the, that one focuses on this smartwatch, smartwatch tracking feature. And um, Ryanville focuses on an auto brake, you know, auto-emergency mm. stop thing. And the Chase focuses on a voice-activated remote start feature. So um, they're just sort of spending $5 million US we'll, to advertise we'll get, one feature. We'll get to the Honda that uh,
0: features in the ute, the sort of sound system in the back of the yeah, tray. exactly, which is yeah, that's a similar one, yeah. In fact, let's just touch on the other Hyundai ad, uh, well, a couple of them. Uh, we do do have this one you were saying uh, about the, you can start the ad, uh, the, the car, by uh, talking into your smartphone. Uh, now, yeah, it's, or, or, it's your sit, smart, or your smart watch, David. A smart, a smart, yes, smart yes. watch, of course. Now, set in Mystic Mountains, bears are chasing a couple Uh, It's almost reference to Leonardo DiCaprio's The Revenant, really, isn't it? You know, sort of the bears chasing them, which, of course, is uh, Revenant is uh, really someone who's returned, perhaps most obviously from the dead. Gosh, Uh, David,
4: you're you're digging a lot of (laughs) sort of religious iconography from these ads. Oh,
0: well, well, yeah. Well, the only thing I was going to say, returning from the dead, it could have starred Mel Gibson, but there there are other things... (laughs) Uh, the, but Although the young couple in danger is perhaps more rocky horror. You, you might yes. have that. But anyway, it, the, these guys run to the car and he talks into his smartwatch, as Errol rightly points out, and the car starts up. The real story should have been some guy being eaten alive because when he talks into the car and says, start the car, the car comes back and says, I do not understand that
3: <laughs> message. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Or pl- please... <laughs> Pick from the following menu. Yeah, yes. Part, part the chair. I don't understand. Yeah. Your call is
4: important to us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did Did you say open the trunk or boot? <laughs> Sorry, David. What's your take on the Ryanville ad, which which fe- features Ryan Reynolds, a you know, well, well, again, heart, I think... heartthrob for women, and and the town is just full of him. He's the only man. But oh, he's everywhere. I think they're political. I think they're political issues. The one with the bear, of course, is the contradiction. One
0: says, the bear, when it goes away, the bear talks and says, I just wanted to hug them. The other says, no, I actually wanted to eat them because that's a political message, isn't it? The good guy stands up front and sort of says, love me, and then you have Donald Rumsfeld or somebody in the background. (laughs) The background
4: is ready to eat. (laughs)
0: Now, now the other ad, yes, this is where a young lady drives through an area, and everyone is, um, quite a lot of features obviously done with clever video technology, is uh, actually Ryan Reynolds, who's a bit of a movie hunk, uh, who comes around, and uh, the, the thing is that she gets distracted by seeing this good-looking American movie star, but the car doesn't get distracted. It's always looking and if something comes out in front of it, it will stop automatically. The, so it's the,
4: like for beer goggles, really, isn't <laughs> it? When you're
3: looking through the window, everyone looks good. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's one, so is other. it
3: encouraging distraction, though? David? Well, it <laughs> sounds like it's encouraging drink and drink and drive. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Keep your eye on the thing. Now, I, I actually think the thing is, uh, it, it's a message that cloning is good. Yes, perhaps.
4: Yeah. It's, 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 it's,
0: it's, it's, secretly, it's an ad endorsing uh, uh, genetically modified organisms. You know, it's yes, yes. It, it's got a theme there that, that uh, the whole new world is going to be surrounded. What was that thing that someone said the other day? They're going to be two jobs in the future. I'm trying to remember the first one. I can't. Remember, but the second one was distraction. That that was, you know, That. Uh, but people are going to, you know, main activity is providing distraction. And this is just the discussion of the Hyundai ads at the Super Bowl. If you want to hear our thoughts on other ads from that football game to do with motoring, such as Honda has sheep singing Bohemian Rhapsody, Fiat Chrysler goes all mushy, And Audi shows that while America was ahead in the space race in the 60s, now Germany is leading the technological field. Although I don't think that's the message they intended. The full feature of this interview is on our website at drivenmedia.com.au or your favourite podcast distribution site. And this has been Overdrive. My thanks to Errol Smith, Brian Smith, David McCarthy and Paul Just for their great help during the program. Overdrive can be heard across Australia on the Community Radio Network. I'm David Brown. Thanks for listening.